With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Used to be when you needed legal help for complicated issues, you could walk into your hometown lawyer's office and get assistance for a variety of legal needs. Nowadays, every time you have a different issue, it seems like you have to meet a new lawyer at a new law firm for every legal problem. Attorneys Lance Beal and Kenny Abair at Beal and Abair and Lafayette are here to offer you one law firm for all your legal needs. Beal and Abair have several attorneys' experience in multiple areas of law, whether it's personal injury, family law, estate planning, business law, construction law, and more. Beal and Abair can handle all of your legal needs. Beal and Abair, Louisiana's hometown lawyer. Michael Rubin now? Yes. Good. He has everything. Yeah. yeah. He made so... Like, I thought that... I mean, oh. egg on my face. I thought that was the dumbest idea. I was like, who... I guess there's a lot of money in, like, jersey sales. Yes. Like that, people... But, bro, you've seen how many people at LSU games wear jerseys. Yeah, but he started off in basketball. And I was like, who wears... People buy uh, basketball jerseys. Like, like, I'm thinking about... This the Caucasian culture yeah. where it's a bunch of like fat white arms hanging out and they don't care. Well, they'll wear like you I know, but throw now, the sleeves under. Well, you now we're not wearing a jersey anymore. You can't go just jersey like that's not even like most people I know don't even go just jersey. I know a lot of people that wear jerseys, but they don't go just jersey. See, I can understand the jersey. I guess if you have to wear one, that you like put it on over the hoodie or something it's like got to be a vintage jersey for yeah me. for like, sure i gotta go like old school kobe shack like coach we i lived in the jersey era in college same. where everybody and their mother well as a kid i like growing up the jersey era was in bahama mama do you remember these days shay bahama mama that cap of sig did y'all do that i don't know if we what did, did y'all that. what was y'all spring party oh god so, uh y'all called it something different the something seas, what was it called? Oh, it's like the seven seas or something like that. I was like gonna this? say seven seas, that's not what it was called. 
but we had to change it because uh, apparently y'all got in some South hot, Seas. South Seas, that's what it was. Y'all got in some hot water, so we had to rebrand. <laughs> it feels very familiar to this. Um, <laughs> so we called it Bahama Mama. And did the same party, built the decks, brought the sand in, did the whole gambit. and But that's when it was all Jersey culture, just throw on the Charles Barkley like Suns all-star game jersey no. and it's just like everybody has the same thing on it's like no. bro get it y'all need to organize we, we all gotta bit. go different jerseys yeah i didn't go there i wasn't a jersey guy and then they started wearing a mosquito trip they would just throw it on over their, like their jacket wow, that's kind of cool yeah i guess i mean it's a good way whatever to whatever floats your boat that's my guy i know who, I know, yeah, who's I know who that is i tried to get a patrick peterson jersey for a ski trip from china it never came ah oh, damn p peterson it's tough Somebody got it. <laughs> Somebody has that thing. <laughs> yeah, they went somewhere. Or they just made it and like, damn, this is fire. I'm keeping it. I'm going to keep this. I think I went purple, too. Mm. Speaking of Patrick Peterson and LSU, LSU has some new faces. Shay, can you fill us in? On what new face? Well, how what many new faces hold on, from hold the on, transfer hold portal? On, hold on. When was Welcome in. Shay Dixon is back from his trip to Orlando. How great trip. to see you. Yeah, but it hasn't been that because I did do half a show that was oh, yeah, you oh, did. Yeah, kind you of the recruiting yeah, hour. But, this doesn't, yeah, this but is I guess whole people, new. some people might have missed it. Right, because we have our own branding that we're going on over here. Shay yeah, D, some the aftermath of recruiting. Oh, God. Oh, you did it again, you son of a bitch. It, it was there already. This, uh, reprimand him. It was there. It was fine. It was... You see the title. All right, get your if questions Katie in. Sees that, I've got were... a new. I've got a new strategy. I'm I'm not copy and pasting <laughs> all the uh, questions right now. Oh, that so I... that I'm not far behind. Like, oh, dude, I could have told. I, I usually do that for you, and I put them in the document. But you were had your own method, so I just let you kind of freestyle. Well, freestyle through the yeah. chat. We saw how that goes. Well, the show got a little bit more popular than Shane me. asked. Do we ever start on time? Starting early is on time. Yes. yes. If you're on time, you're we're late. on BK's time right now. All right. We thought this made it a little easier that if you were watching the Colada show, you, you just, just transfer right over. You went ahead and got a bathroom break, smoke, ran and got some coffee, whatever you do, and then Starbucks. Uh, slide back in. Starbucks. Coffee. So the answer would be Shane, no, we do not ever start at the exact same time. Time is a spectrum, it's whatever you want it to be. Don't, don't. Don't confine yourself to the construct of what time is. Stay on your own schedule. Don't listen to anybody else. Not even your work. You're probably at work watching this on your computer. I won't tell your boss. Your boss won't tell me. <laughs> your boss is probably watching too. Y'all can talk about it around the water cooler. If he has recruiting questions, tug on that tie. Go ahead and ask him. And we'll get him in the chat. All right. I've already, got, I'm caught up to the current questions. There we go. So we can knock those out and then figure out how to approach from there and then get off script. Absolutely. Well, I was just filibustering for you. So you Ooh, can get I like yourself that. organized. Um, okay, here's one. I think we'll, we can all answer here. Don Juan Jose asks, Shay, who do you think is the most underrated recruit in the class? That's a good question. Let me look at the current list. Stewie, mull that over. Yes. Mm. The most underrated recruit. And I guess... I have an answer. There is no wrong. Like for instance, if you think Deshaun Womack is better than the 20th best player in the country, that could still be underrated. Can I go like? No, you can't go. So I, we have to like pick the low. No, okay, okay, no. Can I'm with I go you. offense you can, and defense? Yeah, let's. Stewie's got two. I've got mine. I've got mine on defense for sure. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, you go first. Ashton Stamps. All right, that's a great choice. 
anybody, out of Rummel? Anybody from Rummel that plays DB, I am all for. You're there. They, plays any position. They're just well-developed. Yeah, I mean, they just, they're just they ready to play. Something in the water, Coach. There, it really is. And mm. Who's my guy that played? Oh, Christian Fulton made a drink too much of the water. Got him, got himself a little bit of trouble. Yeah, but, but we he, figured it out when he when he was on the field, coach. It was he's he's a baller, an, and he's an NFL starter. Yeah, Jamar Chase, NFL starter. Just give me that R on the helmet. You can come on down to LSU anytime you like. Okay, so okay, I like Ashton Stamps. Do you have an offense? Are you letting it roll? Let Stewie go, and I'll pick an offense. Okay, player. Stewie. Okay, so defense. I'm gonna go transfer. Oh, I right. think I think Deuce Chestnut is a player like I think Deuce Chestnut is like the other whoever's on the other side I think Deuce Chestnut is going to start one corner for sure he's a bona fide boundary corner plays like plays the ball well in and out of his breaks plays off man press man zone like he's he's the whole package for a cornerback offensive wise I'll go Kyle Parker I really like him I think he's college ready Okay. And he's early enrollee. And, yeah, he's definitely the most college ready of the receivers they have coming in physically. You always say that. I'm looking at 5'10", 175, and Kai Preen's right below him at six foot one ninety. But, but if you see if you him, saw them, like, and and Kyle Parker's probably bigger than what he's listed. Yeah, he's at. probably about one ninety now. Okay. I mean, he's thick, filled out kid. Because that was going to be my offensive pick. If we can go transfer, <clears> obviously Aaron Anderson is my my swan song. I cannot wait to see how LSU uses him. Just because I'm so. Disappointed, I guess, in how the Les Miles era went when you ever had Dante Jackson that obviously played corner but had aspirations to play offense as well. And they did it once. One time, he got a reverse against McNeese and the game got canceled. But Didn't they, count. Didn't count, but they used him on offense for one play. And I was like, okay, Les Miles is opening it up a little bit. And you can see the, the dynamic athletes that LSU has that can go both ways. And they just never do it. I wanted it to happen with Peterson more. They rarely did it. Obviously wanted to happen with Stingley. Never got that opportunity. I know Aaron Anderson doesn't play defense, but he's one of those game-changing guys that I want to see be able to change the game for you in a way that's like, okay, that guy just flashed. It doesn't have to be every play, every play or every game, but he has he can do something once a game that can change the, the outcome. Yes. Well, and on his special teams, as a return right. guy, is Absolutely. where a problem you hope he solves. Yes. Okay, so you went Kyle Parker and Deuce, Deuce Chestnut. And Chestnut. Chestnut's film's good. It's, oh, I see him like as a nickel. Yeah, he's he's a smaller corner, but I, you know he's probably a shade under five eleven. I've heard, mm-hmm. but he he plays big. Yeah, he played outside corner at Syracuse. Yeah, that's is that where he's from? Mm-hmm. Syracuse, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And he came on the show yesterday, and he said, uh, obviously, I want to play outside corner, but whatever the coaches want to put me, he's like, I'm very comfortable in the nickel. And he's like, Jordy asked him what made him kind of pick LSU, and he's like, look behind you, and it was Tyron Matthews, like. That's the guy I kind of modeled my game after, and I take pride in being able to play safety, corner, nickel, like anywhere you want to put me on my ball. And I was well, like, all right, you're welcome. Come on in. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right, I'll go. On defense, I want to go Whit Weeks. But I don't I know knew if that, that was going to be your pick. But I don't know if that plays into the under – because he's like – He's going to play. A yeah, consensus four-star top 200 player. He's going to have to play next year, right? When he'll have to play. I mean, him and his brother – the going to be the two linebackers in the two deep unless you're taking anybody else so and that's assuming greg penn and harold perkins are your starting middle back or you know two linebackers which they've used perkins in a variety of ways Mm. um i think because i i think what weeks will be a beast but i won't go him because he's got a higher ranking than i'll choose dylan carpenter on defense i think out of santa ma they've never taken a santa ma kid Mm -hmm. his senior year stuff was really good 
He's a big kid. Cool. I think he's got a little position versatility to him. He's got a nice frame. He was a baller at basketball. High I like two motor. sport. High so, motor. No doubt. Like, never stops. Film is just him running people down. A little Aiden Hutchinson to him? On Yeah. <clears throat> on offense, I will go... I don't want to choose the same people that have been chosen. I think DJ Chester doesn't get talked about enough. I think he'll be a starter at some point, which is all, you know, which is what you hope to hit on when you take these offensive linemen in big numbers. You just want a couple of them to come through for you and be starters. And I think he for sure will be. Do you see him more guard than tackle? Yeah. But at the All-American Bowl, he was center. He was playing center, then he was playing guard, then he was playing tackle in the game. So Shay, I wanted to ask you. Versatile? Versatility. After, I was watching the bowl game, and obviously Fitzgerald West was playing center yeah. before, but they had him on the defensive line. Was that like a depth thing? Or I think like, it was depth. but because like, Is that a move that make it? He, he was a D-line in high school. Then they were like, oh, come in and play center. And then he was there. Then he got moved over to D-line like during the year. But then there was a thought, I guess, that once like Garrett Dellinger got hurt, that he would probably have to be the backup center, even though we saw Marlon Martinez there. So my guess is he's staying at D-tackle, which he looked good. I was going to say, he looked good at D-tackle. And he was really good in high school as a defensive tackle. He looks like a defensive tackle. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Um, but I thought he played really well. Him and Guillory had a great game. Yeah. Um, people promising. are weighing in. A lot of Kyle Parker choices in here. Yeah. Jackson Howard also was one that I thought about doing because he does have, like, NFL pedigree in his book. Oh, that's a good one. People are forgetting a lot really about him. Really good senior year. Sneaky good player. Isn't he the number one player in Minnesota? For sure. Okay. So, but mm. who knows if he'll play as a freshman. Is he an early enrollee, too? Oh, does he have to play as a freshman? I guess that would make sense. I was thinking, like, Aaron Anderson was definitely a pick now. Yeah. To see. I think Stamps is, is going to – I don't know if you'll see him this year, but I think you'll see him mm-hmm. – he probably has sophomore, to get junior year, yeah, and he's just going to go out there and like you can't take him off the field. Hunter Fournette said he loves the size on Jackson Howard for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. have you seen this kid? He's a big kid. Pause. Mm, love it. Oh, and I wanted to another name that I thought about throwing out there just because of the lack of depth of the position, and this is something that I really want to kind of get your information on where LSU goes to the linebacker room. But Christian Braithwaite was a name that popped immediately to mind because, I mean, you mentioned the Weeks brothers. Obviously, you have Greg Penn. You don't know what exactly where Harold Perkins fits in that mix. I think Breathwaite or Braithwaite's going to get an opportunity to play if they don't add anything to the portal. So I wanted to ask Shay the portal if there is any names at the linebacker room that may be still available. One. I mean, I guess there there's some questions in here about linebackers in the portal. I get the feeling that, I mean, they've had a very close eye on linebacker in the portal, and we haven't seen a ton of movement there. I don't think there are a lot of guys who are right now like early enrollees who or, or spring semester enrollees who are jump off the page is like no doubt could come in and play for you, you know, without question. There are a couple, some already committed to other schools, obviously. I think that they're now probably about to really gauge if they want to push and get somebody for the spring or because Whit Weeks comes in the spring. So you've got four guys at linebacker, but that's not enough. And Braithwaite only makes five. So you almost feel like they have to take a portal addition at some point. Is it a matter of waiting until the right guy goes into the portal? 
I think that's kind of the big thing. And I've heard there's guys, let's see, um, what's the Virginia linebacker's name who's in the portal that's like mm. uh, Nick Jackson. It's like the best linebacker in the portal maybe. He is graduating from UVA this semester, so he wouldn't show up till the summer. So that doesn't really get you anything for spring ball. You know, you'd like to have someone you get in there and get really ready, but you still have a lack of depth. He's still really good. That's a guy I think that they'll try to get on a visit because he's already said, I don't have to make a decision right now. So he's got visits lined up through January into February. And is this a situation when you talk about maybe won't be there for the spring, but they evaluate what they have in the room and it might be... They just a, don't have much in the room. It might, so. well, that's what I'm saying. It might put like a little bit more emphasis on, oh, I, I mean, I'm sure they know the numbers and how thin they right. are at linebacker, but <clears> I'd <throat> imagine that would be like... I think you're, all, you're always too in that spot where do you take a guy just to take a guy or are you taking a guy that you think will be... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. An impact player for, you know, that will get in there and give you valuable reps. And I know Brian Kelly's whole spiel on the portal is not to take a guy just to take a guy. But when your numbers are this low, it's almost like you have to break your own rule. You got to take a guy. guy. Like, you know, they will take at least one linebacker out of the portal. They have... I think six or seven open spots um, right now. So that's, that's a good amount of available scholarships. So they'll take one or two. I just don't know who it'll be yet. Um, but I do think Nick Jackson is really good, and it's one that they've been watching. Um, someone asked about Juwan Mitchell out of Tennessee. Let me see. John Bro did. and he But he just recently went in the portal a couple of days ago. So I think they're monitoring all these guys. Uh, and we'll, I think we'll see something happen. I don't know when. All this portal stuff has no real timeline. Kids just pop onto campus a day after you call them, and suddenly they're like, yep, all right, I'm ready. I'm committed like I, because I need to enroll in the next couple of weeks if I want to be there uh, for the spring semester. So, And I think you saw a little bit of that happen with Tolan, right? Didn't it feel like LSU, obviously going to the bowl game, he's gotten significant reps as a freshman at a position of need. And then, you, like you said, the portal just kind of pops up. The next you blink, and he's at Auburn. Right. Quick. Quick, fast. There's no tampering hurry. in the portal, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course Nobody's not. tampered. Hugh Freeze would never pick up a phone. No. Uh, oh. oh <laughs> Cordell Music. Uh, as Shay, do you think Kylan Jackson will be converted to linebacker? I, don't, I mean, I think he's too thin for that at this stage in his career. He is a physical in-the-box safety. Here's my thing. I think Kylan Jackson stays at safety. I'm – almost wondering are they looking at a safety in the portal because if you're moving greg brooks back to safety to play with major burns that means your nickel is either sage ryan or deuce chestnut or somebody else and then outside of brooks and burns and then sage what safeties do you like the only other safety on the team is matthew langlois i guess jordan allen's more of a nickel langlois has been hurt back-to-back seasons yeah so then you've got kylan ryan yates Doherty's more of a nickel for me. And then I think that's where you... That's, I mean, that's it. That's your whole you safety. Brooks? Well, yeah, Brooks. Imagine Brooks and Burns are starting. Uh, yeah. Do you do you move or do you move Sage Ryan back to safety? Okay, either and way. put Greg Brooks in the nickel. So if Greg Brooks Sage plays Ryan nickel, then Sage is the starter with Major Burns and your only other returning player is Langlois? 
Yeah, it is. It, it is the depth is. So I, I would there. think you'd have to keep Yates, Kylan Jackson, all those guys at safety, and eventually look with all this help at corner they have on the way. Does Stamps move back to safety? Does yeah, Toviano move back to safety? You've got guys. You're trying to just patch two rooms right now with a blend of players. It'll be interesting to see kind of who all falls in the corner room or safety because they do have some versatile guys by design. Um, let's see. John Bro, do you think Justin Rogers from Kentucky will commit to LSU? Uh, so he's the big nose tackle, 330-pounder out of Kentucky. He visited LSU first. He only went to the portal a week ago, Tuesday of last week. Uh, visited LSU first, Thursday, Friday. Did not go to Miami as planned. Instead, canceled that, went to Auburn. Now he's got Bama this weekend, and I would bet that will be about it. And I think he wants to stay in the SEC after leaving Kentucky. So I don't know anything about what Justin Rogers is prioritizing. Like Kentucky said right when he hit the portal that it was an NIL thing, Mm -hmm. and they were challenging Kentucky's NIL folks to rally the troops and step up for guys like this. And I know Auburn gets mentioned heavy in NIL stuff. I don't know. I don't know how important that is or – kind of where LSU, Alabama, and Auburn will be on that front. But I mean, I, think I, I do Auburn, think he stays in the SEC, and it looks like he wants to be in the West. It does feel like Auburn is heavy on the portal. Like, they're trying to flip this thing around now. Well, they have to. They have no. They have, no, they have nobody. They have nothing, so. How many did they sign? Hugh Freeze has two years. Nah. You talking about before he gets fired? Oh, no, no. He's got more time than that. This is a drop mm. the bag. Like, we got a, we got a guy. Uh, they better hope. Dylan PM 04 B tones. Maybe I just didn't copy that correctly. Uh, Ask Shay, who do you guys believe? Oh, do you guys believe with a 12 team playoff, LSU will be a constant contender to win it all for the next nine years? Ooh, very specific. So, do you think LSU is going to make the playoffs every year if it's 12 teams? Does that mean you'd have to be, if it's 12 teams, what are they going to, right? They're going to 2024. 12? 12. Straight out the gate? Yeah, I mean, imagine if you're not in that conversation every year. It depends on how the how they react to the SEC and the conference realignment and what they do when they add Oklahoma and Texas. Because you you heard well, Sankey, can eight of the twelve teams be SEC teams? Well, like you, you heard Sankey. I mean, he was like, oh, no, yeah, it was Sankey that said. I mean, I feel like it, the best teams are in the SEC, and then whenever they combine this thing, he doesn't want to do pods, or he's just going to let it be a free for all because so he doesn't want people to be able to pick a conference champion and base their like have bias off who won the SEC, so he doesn't want like an East and a West. He just wants to have a conglomerate, which I believe is the best way to do it. So that you way, you see, just say so it's we'll just take a fight to the death. Yes, much. like the Pac-12. Yeah, so everybody kind of beats up on each other, but That's we all have point. one okay. loss. But the Pac-12, I don't hate East it. And West, they still have like Pac-12 South and right. Pac-12 but I North. think he's trying to like Turn modify that here. model. Uh, so he, it's still going to be East and West SEC, but it's just going to be different. I don't know. I think he wants to keep it one. Just SEC. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that. I don't like that. It's the easiest way to do it in the short term, I'd imagine, instead of trying to realign and make conferences East mm-hmm. and West. And I'd imagine they'll do rivalries, but then you can switch it up every every so often. Because like, I'd like to see like LSU line it up with Georgia every other year or every three years or every two years. I'd like to see – I mean, look at Georgia's schedule next year. They don't play Anybody. anybody. I mean, you could pencil them in. They could three-peat. Mm-hmm. With that, they went the whole Clemson route. So, yeah. No. 
Shays, is this how he does it? Yeah. He's just very quiet. Well, I'm copy and pasting the question so I don't miss anything. He's gathering all his um, information. As Shay, is Jeremiah Hughes being slept on to potentially push for playing time? He did from play Hunter with Fournette. the number one receiver all year. And he played at Gorman, which is a big-time high school. Um, he's the only true corner they signed because they kind of have they've lumped Toviano and Stamps into that group, and they're also safeties. So high school-wise, obviously it would have been a no-brainer. He would have been basically starting had they not signed – all these transfer corners. Toviano looked comfortable at corner at the All-American. Yeah, he, I watched him all week. He didn't look bad at all. Um, I will go Denver Harris starts. Zai Alexander starts. Wow. I like him too. Deuce Chestnut starts as a nickel. We're outside guy. We could play Greg that's, Brooks that's or Sage in there. You got some length on the defensive backfield. If you go, Denver I think Harris. J.K. Johnson joins the class, and I think he's fast as all get out. But I don't know if he'd be if he'd beat those guys out right away. Um, I haven't seen. Much then you can fill in if Seven Banks is healthy. See what he can do. Welsh obviously is going to be in his second year. Laterrence. So then, can Jeremiah? Where does Jeremiah Hughes get in from there? Um, I would think he plays some. Yeah. One of those high school guys they signed is about to play at corner. I don't know who it, he's got a one in three shot for it to be him. Um, let's see. As Shay, uh this is silent steps. I know LSU needs some edge rushers. Are we looking at Jordan Birch from South Carolina? I have not I've not heard anything from Birch's camp about like LSU being a major player there. I need to uh, – and then he also asked about Hot Rod Finnegan, who's got a great name. Rodriguez, Rodriguez Fitton, Fitton? I think it's Hot, Rod, Hot Rod Fitton. Plays at South Carolina. He's an edge rusher. Anyways, he was out Did of Did South Carolina just, like, lose their whole defensive line? I guess so. <laughs> Hot Rod Fitton. What a name. Hey, Spencer Rattler's back, though. Oh, my God. Did you see that? He copied his whole flow. He did the Miles Brennan. I'm back. Like he did the he did the yeah. Wolf of Wall Street thing. But okay, then I'll ask with that too. Did he really need to announce? Like, no. That's, Brennan was I'm back from the portal. Right. This he a, was I'm coming back and not going pro. That's that tells you all you need to know about Spencer Rattler. Where he thought that he thinks so highly of himself that he thought that people were concerned about him. It says Shane Beamer rumming off on him. That exactly. Just, they did no think that he was leaving. Like it was a, nobody drafted him. Coach. Trust me, somebody. Will I mean, he'll go in the fifth. If you could throw the ball, he like can throw he that can. ball. <laughs> he, but it just it just goes to his like his ego is unbelievable to me. Like Rattler is somebody You're that not a big Rattler fan. Oh my! Did you see him on QB one? Have you ever watched that? I have watched. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's big bull- head energy he's, all day. Yeah, he's bullying people over his own teammate. Try to make him cry on camera. Who was that kid? Was that JJ McCarthy? He's, I don't know. I'm almost. I, sp- I think he's going to Arizona State, whoever that kid that, was. That kid was, like, big-time recruit, too. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. He's like, bro, I'm a four-star. He's like, well, I'm a five-star. He's like, well, go transfer. I'll see you. Fucking Rattler. Unbelievable, that kid. Good for him, though. He's back. Ooh, the, the chat likes Deuce Chestnut at nickel, too. Just so we know. All right, let's see. Am I missing something with Zyle Alexander? Should I be expecting him to be no. penciled in as a... Lloyd. I'm trying to find you. highlights of him. I told you, you don't catch 19 picks or however many picks he had, double-digit interceptions in college just by being 
there. Oh, oh, oh yeah, around. So, yes, he he can play. You only got a minute and forty five seconds on YouTube. I know. I mean, J.K. Johnson doesn't have any on YouTube. I know. I can't find lo- a lick. All right. Well, oil field trash uh, twelve, as well as Shane. Asked how many high school players will LSU find in February? I think this is a great question because I think the answer has a chance to be zero. And I don't think that's a big deal. Like, the only really big name out there is Nicholas Harbor and his decision not to play D line and play tight end instead, I think, puts LSU in a much less advantageous spot. Uh, and they just signed three guys in December that play tight end. So, You've got. I mean, what are you going to sign four tight ends? I mean, he's a, he's a good player. He's a great athlete. Obviously, an insane athlete, like elite elite track guy. Uh, yes. It's just about how far can he grow his football game? And now playing tight end, there is a sense of okay, he's really going to have to hone in, as opposed to like being an edge rusher. And it was like, here's some technique and some moves. Now go, just get the quarterback. Do you have a feel of which way he's leaning? I would guess probably staying on the East Coast, unless he's going to Michigan. Who I know is George is trying to get in the mix. Nicholas Harbor. Oh, yeah. Because Maryland, Michigan. South Carolina, Michigan. Yeah, I know, I, yeah it's, but I'm just wondering if there's an opportunity, because you've seen this happen before, where they say, yeah, you can come in and play tight end. I mean, Nick Saban is like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is what he does. Time, yeah, he's you like, can play receiver if you want. Yeah, Marcus Spears caught a pass at tight end. He's like, you know what? You'd be better at defense. <laughs> like, I'll give you your sure And shot. you can make that pitch, but the, rea- the reality is right now, Ellis Pimpton and Mac Mark or and Jackson McGohan are better tight ends and right. They're more polished. Mac Markway. And Markway's more of a blocker, like a in line. And you got Pimpton, guy. who caught a beast. Took it took it off somebody's and head. McGohan's the good. Game. So I just I don't know. I just don't expect Harbor when they were pitching the edge rusher slash track thing. It made sense. They I just thought that put him in a better spot than now him being like, never mind, I just want to be a tight end. So you're saying he works out better at an edge rusher, you think? I think he would. I think that's where everybody gets paid, right? Unless yeah. you're Kelsey. <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, he got kicked off the team, too, at Cincinnati. Yeah. By did. Brian Kelly? Mm-hmm. He had to come back. Uh, BK was the coach. I forget Brian Kelly coached at Cincinnati. He coached both the Kelsey brothers. Iron Fist. Uh, was Den Brock the OC, too? Probably. I don't know about back then. I mean, they used, I love that these man. Love life, the tight end. Some lifetime ride or dies. Uh-huh. Every level have been rolling. <laughs> um, I guess on, on that note, Shane asked, uh, "What happened to the center from Cincinnati? Has he signed with anyone yet?" Uh, Jake Renfro, the Cincinnati center, was on campus this past weekend. Went home and announced his commitment to Wisconsin, Wisconsin which is baby. where Luke Fickle, former Cincinnati head coach, is now. Um, he's a guy who missed this past year. He had an injury right before the season started. Um, but the prior two years, when he had played for Denbrock at Cincinnati as the offensive coordinator, uh, he was starting his freshman and sophomore years. So it was interesting, though, that they were bringing a guy in. Like, that was the first time they brought a guy in where you were like, they already have that like mm-hmm. a starter at that position. I, I, so clearly Kelly's not afraid of a little competition. No, he's, and he's like not, when you're when you rack up on D line and corner, everyone's like nobody's offended because they're like, that's yeah. Then you need a position. Yeah, B. they just have to have them. Like <laughs> then you go, well, we have centers. Who like if it's if you get a linebacker, no one's like, damn, like 
Harold Perkins, what's up? Yeah, like they just went and took a new guy. <laughs> there's only five spots at center, and it's I mean at, at on the offensive line, and it's like and only one's called center, right? And the other two like, at least share a name. And yeah, there could be could hard. be talking about the other guy. Yeah, this is just the one. It's like quarterback. I don't know. Marlon Martinez looked good in the bowl game he too. Did so look good in the bowl game. maybe that's your options. Is, is Charles Turner, Turner keeps the job, or Marlon Martinez battles? Is Charles it. Turner hurt? Because he didn't like play at all in the bowl games. He must have been hurt at some point, right? Because yeah, he like it, I didn't see him at all. Who played center when T- Turner went out? Martinez. Isn't that, wait, who are you asking? Is he hurt? I was asking if Turner Charles was Turner. hurt. I think he started right. I think he started and got hurt, didn't he? I saw him at the bowl game. He was there. Oh, well, that counts for something. Cause Am I missing that? I mean, with the Tibiano news. I don't, I don't know. But that's... Someone in the chat will know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Travante Garrett asked, are we getting Anthony Lucas on a visit? I could see him taking Ollie Gay's spot um, if we move Savion to BJ's spot, which I think they'll do some of that. Moving guys around that could go into different positions, whether it's that Ollie Gay position with your hand in the dirt as a D-end or the Ojolari, like stand-up edge rusher. Uh, they've got some guys who could do both. I do not think they'll end up getting it. Anthony Lucas on a visit. I guess I can't say for sure. It appears that he is trending to the Trojans. He went to California. This is the Texas A&M five-star that got kicked off the team midway through the season. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seems to be a laundry list. With a bunch of other guys. Uh, So he was from Arizona originally. LSU had recruited him coming out of high school. Uh, But he was at UCLA and USC over the weekend. And now people out there think that he's about to make a decision and pick one of them. I mean, if you don't leave the West Coast, there's some thought there, there, that it it's would be hard to get out of there if you're stuck, especially it with would no be travel. The Trojans. Well, and all airfare is grounded today. You that's saw what, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, if you're whatever recruiting visit you went on, you're stuck there. You're about to get to know these people real well. Go to class, take some notes, maybe make a commit. Yeah. Oh, people are saying on Jordan Birch, Oregon. Because of NIL. Cordell Music said that. Charles Turner did start at center in this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and then he got hurt and then went to the tunnel. Martinez went in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Rattler. We've got some Rattler talk. I'm catching up on that. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> uh okay, Keem asks, and this we're not a we're not a show that's gonna just be bashing people, right? And I don't think he's trying to I'm, I'm going to leave out one part he says about this. <laughs> but Keem says uh, they, and really you could say they means Brian Kelly and the staff, spoke highly of Colby Richardson. Is Zaya is Alexander going to be better than that level? I think that's a good question. I think he is. He had offers from like Miami, USC, LSU, like a ton of schools were on Alexander. That wasn't the case with some of the other, you know, non-FBS guys at DB that they had been on like in the past few years. 
Yeah, I guess that's where kind of where my head is. That's what I'm trying. That's why I'm cautiously. like Darren Evans, Colby Richardson. Like I would think that there is an expectation. Zay Alexander is falls into that along. group, but he's a little bit. Maybe I would think he's better guy. than that group. I mean, he's had more production than that group had. Yeah, that, but that's my that's my brain lumping McNeese. them together because it's a smaller school in Louisiana that obviously. Those well, I get when we'll have to prove it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As I'm saying, the jumping I'm sure competition he's anxious is real. to prove it. Yeah, but I'll watch that same highlight film you're watching, Stu. He can play. And he's 6'3. That's against La Tech, coach. Yeah, they ain't bad. But that's what I'm saying. The jumping competition always, that's what. We'll see. He's going to be in here early. He'll be in the spring. We'll know real fast. Because they ain't no hiding against that wide receiver room if you're a DB. That <laughs> <laughs> you can get exposed quick. Last spring, coach Malik Neighbors was taking lunches. Oh, like, yeah. I want your lunch and your lunch money. Get back in line. And when you get back tomorrow, I want it again. Mm-hmm. Tell your mom's extra mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her I don't like that mayo she be putting on there. And a miracle whip, man. <laughs> I don't want fuck, goddammit. Dapper Dan, man. All right. We've got more questions. Um, Jordan Haddad. Haddad. Uh, does Jacoby Matthews or Evan Stewart transfer uh, out of A&M he means I would think Stu you're you're always hip to the A&M stuff too I would think all the A&M guys that were leaving would already be in the yeah, portal they're, they're like all. because Denver Harris outdone you know Anthony Lucas is out there and he's taking visits like those guys haven't what happened done with the anything other? remember Edge Cooper flirted with the portal like mm-hmm. put out on Instagram like headed to the portal and like a week later had a hype video about not going Staying to the portal at A&M. I mean that was so yeah I would think A&M's done enough to figure out by now mm-hmm. they didn't even play in a bowl so they've had a oh. month and a half where their kids are just chilling it's not like they've been in some structured practice yeah, environment no. so you if you've made it through a month and a half of that You've probably you're probably good by now. Yeah, and like most schools start class next week, so if they haven't transferred already, right. they'll probably be stuck there till after spring. I would think the guys that you saw leave were the five that were suspended, right? All were freshmen. All of it seems like all of which were told you're not coming back to A and M, so they had to hit the portal. If I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, so those were the five that you kind of had a shot at. Like everybody in the nation could have had, you know, they had the pick of the litter where they wanted to go, except for A and M. So I think those are that kind of that mass exodus made you think that more was coming, but I think those guys had to hit the portal because I mean, you ain't welcome here. They have like twenty eight in the portal right now. Yeah. So, but I think they're gonna. I mean, Shea said this uh, in past episodes where he said, "Look, you can laugh at A and M all you want, but they're gonna double down on their experience and what they did last year." Correct? Like they're sticking to their nil game plan. Well, I just said if they were gonna do all that to get them, what would they do to keep them? Right, seems and like we're seeing that happen. Seems like they did what they had to do to keep them. That's a slippery slope they're walking because if you keep doing that and doubling down, then I'm just going to flirt with the portal every time. <laughs> Give me that extra five hundred. Yeah, like Christmas bonus. Um, Terry McGill asked uh, a great Oklahoma linebacker in the portal. Have we reached out? I'm assuming he's talking about the David Agwegbu kid. Yeah, I was going to try to went in a couple him, days ago. Say his name. I guess it's Agwegbu. It's my best guess. Um, he, yes, look, they are looking. Every kid that goes in the portal, by the time you see it hit, like here's what the portal is. It's just like a computer database, right? And you, people, Matt Zenitz, for instance, on three, will just tweet out portal news all day. Well, he's, you know, once it's in there and pops up and then by the time he sees it and gets it and puts it out, 
in that amount of time where the public's seen it, LSU has already seen it and is all over checking out film and all that. So every linebacker that hits, they're watching. Now, there's this is a kid who had played in 50 games at OU. He had, let's see, what was last year? Tell you what he, uh, go back. I think he started in almost every game for him, something close to that. Um, anyhow, there is, he's from Katy, uh, Texas. There's a line of thought. Yeah, 50 career games. Uh, started a bunch this past year. He's got, this past year, he finished second on the team with 109 tackles. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. From reading OU's people's perspective, he's getting like the Greg Penn type of treatment where people are like, he was about to get replaced. I'm a big Greg Penn fan. So I think I'm, Greg Penn's pretty good. I'm calling out. Well, there is obviously a faction that thinks like, oh, Greg Penn's not good. They did this to Damone Clark early in his career. Mm-hmm. Well, this kid evidently is saying he was going to be replaced next year, and there's buzz that he might go to Houston. So the portal's so tricky. Like when you look at that and you say, this is an honorable mention, all Big 12, 6'4, 240, 100 and something tackles, played 50 career games, you got to take them, no doubt. Yeah. Then they're like, Oh, well, here's the reality. He was playing middle backer. We've got other guys coming in. He was starting to trend towards losing playing time. He might actually be going to a school like Houston. So, for these coaches, that's why that for every kid that comes in, you just got to put on the film. Yeah. See <laughs> put on the you, tape. <laughs> see what you think. Um, but, I don't know. Keep an eye on him. He could well be good. Could just be a bunch of OU haters. Mad that what he's in the portal. What about the Texas linebacker? Wasn't he on campus this weekend? He was. Uh he has this, gosh, he has a similar name, so I was about to just say the same thing. Uh, his name is. God, they are trashing a Wegbu. Ovi Agufa. Agufo. Ovi Agufo. Mm-hmm. Uh, an edge rusher. I actually, he was on campus this past weekend. We'll take that. With Gilbert Edmond going, who was on campus this past weekend too, an edge rusher from South Carolina. With Gilbert Edmond going from South Carolina to Florida State, I think that might then open the door for Ovi Agufo. To, I thought he was coming out to end up at LSU. Yeah, they they were trashing the Ponderosa um, on the boards because everybody wanted to announce who's my guy from South Carolina, uh, Gilbert Edmund. Yeah, they were like, it feels like it's an LSU like almost, and it's inevitable. And then Billy Embody had to hop on. He's like, look, we'll announce whenever we have the news. Y'all can go ahead and say whatever you like. And so, yeah, well, someone some Twitter account put out like college the, portal the, news. Yeah, or college something. football. Transfer portal. Yeah, that he was expected to go to LSU, and I was like, we were like, I don't know about that. I went to his Twitter right after. They did a good job recruiting him, they felt like, but there were no one at no sources right. Man, we hadn't heard anything from the kid unless he's just telling random Twitter accounts. And he's from Florida. Correct. That's what people And Florida State's been cleaning up. In the portal, just eating. I mean, they've been Game one's going to be a great one. They've been cleaning up on both sides, the portal and keeping their players in the boat. For next year, Jared Verse coming back is nuts to me. Insane. I mean, that's got. I mean, we talk about nil, but he's yeah. a first rounder, right? Yeah, he's like a top fifteen pick. Coach, that Will Campbell. You want to be first round? You want to be top? Yeah, five? dude. Nobody's looking their chops more than Will Campbell. There you go. Because I mean, he held his own. Get but your rematch now, in. Now I'm ready. Oh, I got a little wait. Yeah, now. I mean, that was my first game of my life in college football, <laughs> and I'm like him. That's All right, him. strap it on again. Let's go round two. Where you said it came from Liberty? Where did he go? Uh, it was like a, pur- a purple and gold school. Um, it starts with an A. Mm. Link it on. Uh, Albany. 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 
Albany. Is that New York? It's the capital of New York. Um, but yes, the Ovia Gofo kid is at Texas, hit the portal. He's got a year left. But he was recruited, signed, and played for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, and I guess Brian Polian too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kelly at Notre Dame for <laughs> three years. 1920 no no 18 19 20 can he play special teams <laughs> play anything but i'd be surprised now if if they were giving that kid a green light to link back up let's do it paying attention i have no the, the kid out of texas did you just unplug yourself played for brian kelly you're doing a great job years. over there you'd think they know exactly what they're getting in him and now that the gilbert Edmund kid is not going to lsu i would think You've got an even bigger window open if you want another edge rusher. That would hurt more, right? Because he had multiple years of eligibility right. left. Like the, the OV, I don't even know how to say it. him OV. OV. He only has, what, a year left on his? I think he's, he's just got one more year. I mean, Notre he's been Dame, playing Texas. since 2018. Oh, yeah. he's in. Good Lord. Him and Micah Baskerville were on the same. <laughs> they need to find somebody at linebacker. It's making me it's, nervous. It's because they keep, they keep adding corners and edge. So it makes me think that I, mean, I know they have a plan. Like I said, LSU doesn't do anything in half measures. They've been very m- measured in what they've done in the portal by who they're going to take. They know they vet them extremely well. So I don't know if this is a situation in which they're trying to build their defense to look a little bit different. But all I know in football, you need people in the middle at some point. And I, or they're putting a lot of pressure on Greg Penn to man that spot. Or we brought this up yesterday to Jordy. Do you think that this is a situation where you kind of shuffle Harold Perkins inside? Is this his time to play? I think it's one of the biggest questions of the offseason, right? What does Matt House do with Harold Perkins? Because Jordy's of the vein, and it's hard to disagree, but I don't know how much untapped potential Perkins has. He's like, don't mess with him. Keep, let him do I mean, what he's doing right now, which is a game wrecker. I think, I think they could almost expand his role the same as the Cowboys do with Micah Parsons. Micah right. Parsons plays middle backer. He plays outside. He plays – Whatever they want him to play, he could play it. And I think that's what Harold Perkins is. He's just a plug-and-play wherever you want to put him. You could put him at the nickel, blitz him from the nickel. You could put him in the middle, blitz him from the middle, put him on the edge, blitz him from the edge. So I think Perkins just no position, just play. Play around. Play around with that. Because that's what I, I agree. Matt House said he's barely scratched the surface of what he is supposed to or could be as a linebacker. Right. That's what I think. Because there is a way, whenever you saw even Texas A&M, obviously Tennessee, where you could get Harold Perkins almost off the field, like there's a way around him. If you put him as versatile as he seems to be, if you start putting him in the middle, start putting him at different positions, you can't, can't, avo- you can't avoid him. And so that's he's what Micah I, Parsons, basically, yeah, I think. To where every time you look up, like, you see 40 or 7. Just staring you in the face. You're like, damn, I can't get away from this man. See, they. Sh- well, I'm not going to say they should because they know more than I do. But, right. like, what the smart thing would be to do is just stand him up in the middle of the defense and, like, let him roam. When the de- when the offense breaks the huddle, then he goes to a side or he stays in the middle. Now you can't identify where Harold Perkins is every play, and they can't just run away from mm-hmm. him. And even when he ran away from him, he tracked you down. I'm still fast. I'm interested in that because it, it feels like – for the Greg Penslander that was out there, just he was compared to everybody else that was on the field. Baskerville played so well. Harold Perkins burst on the scene. Greg Penn was at least a constant to get him back. And obviously, I think he's just shove him right in the middle. He's massive. He can fill that gap for you, but I think they're going to have to get creative in terms of how they kind of face a team that wants to line up against LSU and say, right, we're playing power football today. Yeah. 
Um, Jordan Haddad asks, is uh, Tommy Reese the per- worst person in the world? No. There's some Tommy Reese hate in the chat. I don't even know who. I know who Tommy, he is, but yeah, like. Notre Dame office and coordinator. Yeah. They always just put a uh, camera on him and he freaks out yeah. the whole year. Well, email. yeah, he is always He's like, freaking out. Well, and, and because they had lost early and the offense was absolutely awful and their defense was good. Did they win their bowl game? Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah. It was a great game. Um, who did they play? South Carolina? Uh, yes. Yeah. They came back and went too. But they, after those first few games, like when the offense was so bad and they were losing to Marshall and Stanford <laughs> or whoever, mm. uh, they started, like, everyone was blaming Tommy Reese. And so they started putting, like, the camera the in the camera box. In the, and it was just him, like. They caught him, like, cursing out. Yeah, it was just him, like, obviously, tr- like, fighting for his life and his job on camera every Drew week. Pond, you're not going to be the one that makes <laughs> yeah, me Yeah, no, no, it was, it was, <laughs> put him on the phone. God, could you imagine, like, I mean, Mikey tells a story about his first pass, or the first time he played quarterback in high school. He goes on the field. And he forgot to play. His first first snap of his first like high school game that he's playing starting quarterback oh, has to call a timeout first play. And he didn't even get to the he didn't even get to the head coach, the quarterback's coach of the booth, like, put him on the phone right right fucking now. And he was like, What are you doing calling timeout in the first play? I literally just told you he's like, I'm freaking out, man. He's like, Well, figure it out. And he just hung <laughs> up on him and he's like, it's like, Stop freaking out. He's like, just run power. Call something. <laughs> We're not calling another timeout. So I mean Tommy Reese does have that attitude about him. You saw the interview with um with Rosillo, whenever it was announced that he wasn't taking the job at LSU, and he's like, Brian Kelly had some constraints on me that I didn't think. You know, he had his system that he wanted in place, and he's like, now I feel unencumbered to come on offense. Mm. And he goes and drops the ball against Marshall and loses, what, the first game of the year? So, oh. Tommy Reese put a little pressure on himself. Terrible Ouch. for the guy. Drew Pine said, don't take that out on me. I did not no, tell dude, you to you, say that. I didn't do anything. Um, Cordell Music. Asked Shay, did you see the Brett Bielema tweet about an Auburn commit that flipped from him? Did y'all see that? No. What did, did did he say something about tampering? Yeah. It, no, I just was like something to the effect of like college football isn't what it used to be or something like that. Like it was like Auburn had a kid had announced he had transferred to Auburn like with their graphic, and Bielema just quote tweeted it and was like. Oh, yeah, it's like a massive loss for Bielema. And he goes, he quote tweeted, just said, loss? Oh, Question no, loss. no, like, no. Hashtag ILL. No, uh-huh. this, no, not, not that one. Maybe that one then, but he had another one. I thought that it was like, just college football is not what it used to be. Yeah, and he could have deleted this. You might need a screenshot. No, that one, that one. College football is changing every day. Hashtag NIL. So the kid that used to be on his team announced his commitment to Auburn and the head coach quote tweeted the kid and hashtag NIL in it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Brett's not long for this life, right? Well, now you've got an SEC head coach in the West openly saying that Auburn is just using NIL to get the players. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who, what head coach is saying that? Head coach. The- oh, wait, I said I was thinking. Yeah, what you were to say. I was yeah. in my old Bielema days. Bielema, yeah. Yeah, he was at Arkansas. Yes, correct. Yeah, now he's at Illinois. Illinois. Got a few wins against LSU, coach. Uh, yeah. Hey, Deuce Chestnut. Oh, no, he went to Syracuse. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I was in my Pittman bag for a second. Pittman yeah. probably doesn't know how to use Twitter, so he's not doing that. <laughs> Just going to have me a few cold ones. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say when he gets a recruit? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I mean, I just need to be a, I need to be a cold beer. Oh, man. Okay, we'll take a couple more. Wrap up here. Nathan East asked, what do we think is the one-two spot for running back next year? And can Holly jump the ranks quickly? Move up the ranks, I guess. Trey Holly, the signee. Well, I think this whole thing depends on if Emery's coming back. And Emery has till Monday to announce. Oh, my God. He's, he's coming back. I think he's leaning to coming back. Early on, everyone that I talked to was like, he's... He's gone. We don't get it. He's gone. Now it was, hey, look, I think that, I think he's starting to come around. Can't keep up with all the NIL stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But then it would be, for me, Emery and Josh Williams. And then Kane proved, certainly, like, they like to run it a lot when they get to the red zone, and a guy like Kane was heavily involved in that. I mean, Kane scored the first touchdown this year. Yeah, he did. Florida State. And that's, well, he had like three in the bowl game, huh? I mean, I think he might have had two against Florida State, too. And that's when you get into the conversation. When you look at the LSU running back room, I think after the spring there's going to be some probably serious conversations about you, Noah Kane, Armani Goodwin, John Emery. You add, um, obviously, Jackson. Josh Williams is still on the team. Caleb He's Jackson, Trey Holly. You have five running backs. There's only six. one. Six. six. There's only one ball. And so I could I could see a Emory's world in his final. Emory would be in his final year. Kane would be in his final year. Williams would be in his final year, presumably. So like half the room would disappear yeah. after next year. And then Goodwin and like, Goodwin would be a yeah what junior, junior at that point. Yeah, he's played. And he's had back to back season ending injuries. Yeah, I don't like that for him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He would because when he's healthy, you see the burst. Oh, I know. He's like Chris Hilton. He's so when he's healthy good. and he's out there, you're like, oh, he's got like, a gear. Oh, he was the running back at one point. Like, yeah, he was the guy. Your starter. Like, and then he goes down, opens the door for Josh Williams, who will not giving that thing up. John for a fight for his life. John's just trying to score. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a I mean that's a great problem to have when yep. you have Josh Williams and John Emery, and you can kind of salt the game away with Noah Kane. It's a three headed monster. Yes, but I loved having Armani I, just as that change of pace. Like uh, I gone, could, I could put my foot in the ground and go go sixty. But I guess you have JD for that. Yeah. But it adds the threat when you have the running back. We've got seven it. running backs in the room. Well, yes, and as Hunter Fournette pointed out, JD's going to get his touches. Oh, absolutely. His carries. I mean, JD's that. This running back room set the school record for most rushing touchdowns by an offense in school history. Wow. Now, Jaden had 11 of those, 37 or whatever. But when they get in the red zone, they were pounding it. Noah Kane, Emery, coach. Josh Williams. They're running a lot. I think they had 37 rushing touchdowns, which is the most ever by an LSU offense. And, and it feels so good because the last two years, it's almost like you didn't even have a run game. Right. Like, it was non-existent. You had John Emery in 2020, and they still barely gave him the ball. Mm-hmm. 2021, I don't, I can't even. I can't even remember 2021. It, it was a blur. Because it was so bad. 2022 was great. 2022 was beautiful. That's why I can't remember. You, we're, we're completely caught. Every question is answered, boys, and we're a full hour. Yeah, that's we the, did it. That's, that's the first time we've ever done it. On time. And where is the haters now that we're sitting? Do we ever, ever start We on stick time? to the clock around here. Yeah. We got a clock in the middle somewhere. Yeah, we do right stick now. to the one hour usually. Yeah. And just the, the starting time varies. Yeah. But the end time, whenever we started, we end it. Just look at the book end it. <laughs> Brought to you by? Lance Bill. Are we a running football team? Mm. Is that what's going to make people upset? You've got all these athletes on the outside, and they just run that ball every play. 
Is anybody upset at Georgia that their receivers don't catch? They catch them I mean, that's ass. 12 personnel football right there. Yeah, that's, I mean, look, if you haven't noticed what's going on at you don't LSU. See, you, hey, receivers can shine in 12 personnel. You don't see Lad McConkey out there oh, eating every Lad, week. Lad, baby. He's eating every week. I didn't know he could get up like that. Coach, Lad's a, Lad's a player. Bill Belichick's just salivating. Oh, my. Bill's like. Let's, let's get a. Uh, Let's get a high school ranking here. He's like, let me get uh, Stetson Bennett. Number 188 receiver in the country. Uh, number 125 player in Georgia. Number 1,143 overall prospect <laughs> in the 2020 class. Uh, offers included, he's from Georgia. Georgia, Georgia Southern, Army, Kent State, and Vandy. Name the one that doesn't fit. And Furman and Bucknell. William and Mary. And that's it. Kirby wait, said. can you give me Stetson's list as well? Kennesaw. Well, Stetson walked on at Georgia, went to JUCO, and then just went back yeah. to Georgia. They told him he so wasn't. So Stetson's they list would leave. be nothing. They're like, you, are you trying to play football here? Or do you want to you give out water? Yeah. You can be a GA. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, he came out. He, he might have gone into JUCO as a boy, but he came out of man. man. off the other side of JUCO. I got hair on my chest now. Yeah. He came back and he goes, I'm not going back to JUCO. I'm going to Georgia and I'm going to play. I'm not going back to that. I mean, that had that's a private school kid going to prison. Yes. Like, I'm not going back. I, mm-mm, not I, for me. I don't belong here. No, shouldn't be here. But so they, they, that's, the, that's the lad. They showed a picture of breakdown. Stetson and Matthew Stafford shaking hands after the game. He's like, I think they took classes together in Georgia. <laughs> Somebody was like, he was, he was Matt Stafford's backup. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, good for him, though. That's an unbelievable story. What but a life. It, I, don't, I don't want to call it talent evaluation. I don't know how that happens at Georgia when they have that guy quarterback. When you're talking about strictly on star rating, right? Ladd McConkey and Stetson yep, Bennett. And Stetson. And guys that had offers well, from it, Furman and Army. But then everybody else in the team is. Yeah. Beasts on defense, beasts on the O line. Alexander, some other talent. You know, t- two of the best tight ends in the country, and that's not even including Eric Gilbert. Uh, What's his story? Some solid. Uh, I think he went back in the portal. Didn't there was he? another tight end that they have on their team that looks just like Brock Bowers. He wears number four. His last name's like Depp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy bodies. was a big time player. Like Georgia's all bus team mm-hmm. for sure. Damn. Damn. All right, we coming. That's all right. And. For all of your lawyer needs. You saw the Kirby speech was not from that game. Was it really not? No, it was, they said it was from a game earlier this year. Could have been the LSU game. Might have been. It probably was. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. We were blowing him up for that. Y'all too. know y'all are better than him. Look at him. I, I went on Fox today. I, I, get, I wanted to stand up and play right there. <laughs> Energy. Yeah. Kick Effort. that ass. I mean, he grabbed the trophy and jumped with it. Like. Kirby is a wild man. I don't know how long Love that's sustainable. Because if they start losing, he's going to look like Will Muschamp. Yeah. Where it's like, this man is insane. He's lost his mind. But well, break. look, the rhetoric not more not three years ago was Kirby will never win a big game. He win the big one. I mean, the man was calling fake punts with Justin Fields against Bama in an SEC championship. He was he did it against LSU. melting on the biggest of stages. It was. I mean, he just had too many trinkets. He had too many toys. Nah, well, yeah. you go... Uh, you not do really. enough dumb stuff in big moments, you learn. Maybe don't do that dumb stuff. I'm not. If, what if? What happens if I don't do that dumb stuff? And and then you see then the other side of him, where he's ass. calling timeouts on fake punts right before they happen, and it's like Kirby can see the future. Mm-hmm. When you got that, when you get that riz, coach, maybe, you go maybe away. Maybe he was just the tenant. 
You just saw it before it you happened. Just saw it. Set your watch. Limitless. No, that was <laughs> no. a, that was the oh, equalizer. See, oh, the equalizer. I was talking about Tenet, the movie. Oh, okay. I got to watch that. It's mind blowing. Oh, Tenet stinks. It's kind of like Inception, but like... But worse. Like, just terrible. Uh, I liked it. So, Tenet, they can... they can. Do you remember the old Madden where you could have, you had a rewind? Like, if you threw a pick, you could hold down X, and it would bring you back. Yeah. You could rerun the play. That's what Tenet is. Yeah, but it's like people... Like, it's, it's not football. Nah, yeah. It's just regular people. So, like, a bus you, will blow up, and they'll be like, oh, shit. Okay. You know what show I loved back in the day? It's not a movie. This would have been y'all are probably too young for this. This would have been mid nineties, uh, but it was called Early Edition. Uh, Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights, the dad, the coach on it. If you ever watched that, oh, what's his name? And what's his what's the coach's name? What's on Friday Night Lights? Yeah, Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Yeah, Eric uh-huh. Taylor. Yep. Um, they put for sale. But yeah, so on Early Edition, <laughs> every day he got. Like he lived in some big city and he got the paper delivered, but it was actually tomorrow's paper. So he would like go around the city trying to save oh. all the bad things that were going to happen to people. See, I would do the opposite, right? Like what you'd start putting out, like if you saw an injury, you're starting to put like futures out on. And you're just gambling. <laughs> yeah, gambling. With you don't that. even need to do I'm that. If you had tomorrow's crime. paper, you just had the score. And <laughs> yeah. It's like the I'm trying to think out Butch's <laughs> Almanac or yeah. whatever If he had is. the limitless pill, he just. Oh my God. Sports bet. All, All day. I Mattress have, Mac. <laughs> Lloyd has a model. I put 3.1 on Georgia to win the natty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I did I did an alternate spread. <laughs> Georgia minus 40. <laughs> yeah, but check that out. That was an old school show. I'm sure it's on like a Hulu or whatever. I'm just looking it up. Show. How did you fall down this rabbit hole? Early edition. Well, y'all were talking about no, being no, able to like, see into the future. and I got that, but you're watching Fox Family Channel? No, that's not what it's on. It came on like NBC. CBS. CBS. I just don't watch CBS? the sitcoms. I'm proud of you. I mean, it gets early 2000s. You really didn't have a choice. It's, it's, it's not a sitcom. It, it would be like any like CSI type uh, Yeah, show. okay. I those? got you. Yeah. Like Damn. Drama. 96 to 2000. Hell of a run. Uh, that's a long time. Kyle Chandler. Do you that's think right. he saw a job opening for the Panthers? He Birmingham saw himself Panthers? being Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. And... Getting to marry Tammy Taylor. She drinks so much wine on that show. Mm-hmm. Just a glass of wine every night. I guess I would, too, if my coach was had players on his team that were committing murder that walked on, that redhead. That's when I stopped watching. I was so out on that show. Like They the, tried to go too far with it. Yeah. Like It was good. At now, first. you give me voodoo from New Orleans that shows that he wants great. to play. Cool. That's when I was all in. <laughs> I mean, put him on. That's Bring like the Ryan Perley. Like, get him in the game. <laughs> you know, I was a big JD fan. Uh, what's his name? Uh... Like the rich kid quarterback that came from the other school. Oh, is this oh, another season? That had like the, the quarterback coach and like they were yeah, like, Yeah, what was his name? JD something? Oh, man. Why, are we, why am I blanking here? I've never I've only seen it 5,000 JD times. McCoy? JD McCoy. JD Young Gun McCoy. Massive JD McCoy fan. See, I like Sorensen. Underdog story. They, do you know who Sorensen is? And just George's quarterback. Yeah, he is. He's he just Bennett. Bennett. They just did a TV show in front of our eyes, and nobody stopped him. Matt really? Saracen. I did. Didn't Saracen throw like a game winner in his first game? Yeah, like a bomb. Yeah, he like, he can sling it, Coach. Eyes are wide open. Eyes are wide open. <laughs> Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. 
Still booze. Tim Riggins. <laughs> Still boozing. <laughs> Bull in the ring with that man. Like, Coach, he smells oh, like we beer. Can, we're going to have to shut. We could just talk Friday Night Lights forever. I think I have to pick it back up. Tim Riggins is my number one. Oh, absolutely. Every, but yeah, you oh, and yeah. every girl on the planet. Did Tim no Riggins doubt. sleep with my mom? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yes. Who That's knows? your dad. <laughs> How oh, many seasons man. did this go? Uh, probably five, bro. Check it out. Uh, H-Town Creole with the last question. We heard anything about the center from Cincinnati. Yes, he is committed to Wisconsin. So I might fall down this rabbit hole. That hurts. Yeah, I might fall down it too again. Be if fun. you're we're wanting him on your squad. All right, let's wrap. Hit me with them fixings. We're looking at Friday Night Lights. We're going to watch it. We're going to go bar for bar. Episode one, season one starts today. Today. A Friday Night Lights? Friday Night Lights. I thought, I thought you were getting into early edition. <laughs> I might do both. I'm just getting all my Coach Taylor <laughs> job opening. Kyle in Chandler, yeah. master. All right. We'll see you all next week. Wait, Phil. Bitsy. Used to be, when you needed legal help for complicated issues, you could walk into your hometown lawyer's office and get assistance for a variety of legal needs. Nowadays, every time you have a different issue, it seems like you have to meet a new lawyer at a new law firm for every legal problem. Attorneys Lance Beal and Kenny Abair at Beal and Abair and Lafayette are here to offer you one law firm for all your legal needs. Beal and Abair have several attorneys experienced in multiple areas of law. Whether it's personal injury, family law, estate planning, business law, construction law, and more, Beal and Abair can handle all of your legal needs. Beal and Abair, Louisiana's hometown lawyer. 